88.1 WKNC. This is a local beat mini exclusive. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid. Joining me in studio for this exclusive, I have Johnny Tunnell. Many of you might know him from a band called The Never. However, we're not really here to talk about that today. That's right, Adam. We're not. <laughs> we are here to talk about, I guess, this is sort of your side project in a way. Is it a side project? Is it a main project? It's it's called The Big Picture. What what exactly is The Big Picture? The Big Picture is kind of a, it's, it's almost turned into a, a collaborative effort between uh, my brother Joe and myself, who's also in The Never, and a couple of different people actually even throwing songwriting ideas at us as well. And Joe and I kind of sitting around in our studio for the last two years, yeah. I guess. <laughs> two, so two years. Yeah, essentially when well, the never kind of we we kind of got a little burnt out on touring for a bit, and Noah went to film school at mm-hmm. NCSA. So we've just kind of been waiting for him to finish up over there, and we might with the never we might do something over the summer. Yeah. Probably. So would you tour with the Never? Like, how does the big picture kind of fit Um, in with that? Oh, I don't even know. I think the big picture is going to be more of a see it when you can kind of thing. Our schedules are really difficult. Nick Radford from Annuals plays drums in the band. Leah from Lost in the Trees plays cello in the Mm -hmm. band. And so it's pretty difficult to get our schedules all together. Yeah, Uh, But we'll do what we can. So you have a lot of different members of the band. You just mentioned Nick and Leah, and then there's Heather Tunnell and and Alec Farrell out of Durham, and then of course you and Joe. When do you guys uh, When do you guys find time to practice? We or usually light? do every Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's it's pretty difficult. Occasionally we get it together. Yeah. Well, how many songs do you have total as a band? We've been working on around eight or so. Right. And then there's you know there's always those other half finished ideas that are floating around that just need to be worked on a little bit so you have eight songs i guess you have a a, a couple recorded mm-hmm. i believe that we're gonna listen to in a little bit here any chance of a release an ep an album what's the deal with that we've uh, been intending on releasing the songs as music videos online we've already started with one we've got that one finished mm-hmm. and we're shooting another one this saturday oh wow and i kind of want to wait until I get them all finished. Yeah. Well, different different guys doing the videography, different directors for everyone. So hopefully over the summer we'll start releasing those. Let's go ahead and jump into a track here so people know like sure. what we're talking about. Let's go ahead and play a song uh, called In the Shadows.
The song you just heard right there, it's called In the Shadows. It's by a band called The Big Picture. It's not a side project of The Never. It's sort of a different entity in its own right. It's by Johnny Tunnell and Joa Tunnell of The Never. Joining me as we right now have Johnny. We're here to talk about the band a little bit. You were just mentioning before that track that you were planning on releasing these songs that you have written in a different type of media than than songs are normally released. You're you're planning on releasing them as videos first instead of songs. Well, I guess they're songs with their music videos for the songs, right? Exactly, yeah. And I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll try and wrap it up over the summer for filming for all of them and release them slowly as we get them finished. So what are the videos like? Are they, are they storylines? Do they follow each other? I mean, how are they sort of related? How do they go together? They really don't go together at all. It's not some sort of, it's not like a sprawling storyline or anything like that. It's just basically a way to release music with, without having to burn anything. Yeah. <laughs> and just based on the creativity of the people who I've been working with to do it, Jay Oberski is a good friend of ours who is the artistic director for Little Green Pig Theater Company who Joe and I have actually been working a lot with. When we're not on tour with The Never, we write and perform music for a lot of theater shows that go up at Man Bites Dog Theater, Common Ground Theater in Durham. Joe actually just did a show with them at, is it Nasher Art Museum? I think that's it. For a Picasso exhibit. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, the theater company was hired to to do this performance, and, and Joe and Emma from Lost in the Trees did music for that. So we've been doing that a lot, actually, and... And I got Jay to, to direct this last video that we worked on. And right. It turned out really good. So you guys are, are really busy. Yeah, know? I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have this this show we've been rehearsing for that we're about to do at Nightlight. Tomorrow night has is, is been difficult, obviously, with our schedules and all that. But I have, I'm involved with another theater performance that goes up on the 13th of this month. And so I've been bouncing back and forth between rehearsals with that, obviously working my day job. <laughs> yeah. And and then yeah, it's yeah, it is busy. So as far as the videos go and and the directors for the videos, you said you wanted to have a different director for every video. Mm-hmm. So there how many videos do you plan on doing? I want to do I want to do it for every song, for probably the eight songs that we've mm-hmm. been working on the hardest. Yeah, release them every I don't know, two or three weeks or so. You know, this is your music. How do you choose a, a director to represent that in a video? Right. Well, it's just kind of basically what I like to do is I like to present the song to friends of mine, essentially, who, who are working in, in that business, of whether, right. whether it be acting like Jay does or uh, my friend Dimitri, who he's more more on the technical side of of filming and editing as right. well. And it's kind of fun to get these two guys different ideas, you know, uh, as, as different directors, one where Dimitri's coming from uh, an editing view angle. And so he gets these completely different thoughts on these songs that he hears, and I'm letting them pick the songs, essentially, okay. that they want to work with. It's really fun. Yeah. Where did you sort of get the idea to to release music in this format? It kind of because it's I definitely guess, it's not a traditional way to put music out, it, and it and it is a lot of work yeah. oh, <laughs> too. Yeah. Actually, suppose it's certainly partly out of necessity because well, I haven't really talked to any record labels yet, and and mostly I just want for people to be able to hear this music, right? And it's it's always hard to to figure out which medium you you want to use, especially now that. I don't I don't really even buy CDs anymore right. ever not that I have a huge vinyl collection either <laughs> but uh 
and then you can you can just you know you can put a song up for download right. online but but to me i didn't really just want to do that it's always I nice to have to... a hard copy yeah exactly know? and so eventually that will be the right. uh, the ideal situation but how about you know planning to release these music videos are you going to release them sort of as a dvd as as like you know all of them together or do you plan on releasing them you know just throw them on the internet like one at a time how do you plan on you know putting them out there for the public to see that that would be great i'd love to put together a compilation of the videos um in the future yeah i so, like that very much <laughs> have you have you not really thought about you know like do you plan on putting them all out at, as one you know together or do you want to put them out separately and then maybe you know throw them all into a dvd together i want to release that. them separately right kind of kind of a you know two three weeks to a month in between and then yeah then i'd like to put together a compilation of the videos on one dvd and and i'll have that for people let's take another listen to a song here it's by the big picture which we're we're talking about right now they're playing at the nightlight on may 6th they're playing with the physics of meaning and josh Meese. what time do doors open for that show johnny they open at nine nine o'clock and the show will probably start shortly afterwards we're going to take a listen to a song here. It's called Lay Down, and it's by The Big Picture. How am I to tell To ask me tonight what you're looking for. So cold, so cold I suppose We had A good life Before The cars In the bush
88.1 WKNC. This is a local beat mini exclusive. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid. Joining me right now, I have Johnny Tunnell. We're here to talk about his, I guess it's, a, it's not a new band, the big picture. I mean, you get, it's, you, it's actually kind of old. Yeah, you said you've been <laughs> doing stuff for two years with it. Yeah, mostly that's that's me sitting yeah. around uh, completely hammered, <laughs> 3 a.m., <laughs> keeping everybody in the house awake. Yeah, uh, It started at the Owl Room Studios, which we... Uh, a bunch of us in Trekkie Records all used to live together out in mm-hmm. Chapel Hill, and we had a studio there uh, called the Hour Room. And yeah, I just kind of started messing around with it. I really wanted to get uh, to to really uh, get better at recording and engineering and right. knowing how the whole process works. And that kind of turned into two years of studio work. And yeah, I think it turned out pretty good, actually. Joe and I are really happy with it. Yeah, well, we're we're here to talk about a little bit. Just one of the things we're talking about is the show on May 6th. It's at the Nightlight in Chapel Hill. You're playing with Physics of Meaning and a guy named Josh Mies. Uh, I was wondering, I've never seen you guys live. I think you've played, how many times, like once? Yeah. You've done like <laughs> one live show. So what exactly is your live show like? The the live show, a lot of the stuff that we're doing is uh, is is a little bit of a mix between heavy heavy rhythms, heavy drums, and 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 vocals mm-hmm. as well. Joe is such a good guitar player, so I use I use him pretty heavily. Yeah. Obviously, but we've got. I mean, it's 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 really weird. The for Nick, we have this kind of blend of an electronic slash acoustic setup, mm-hmm. sort of similar to annuals, I suppose. But but this is a lot more. I don't know. It's not. I don't want to say dance re- related, I guess, but but certainly a lot dancier. Yeah. Than any of the other projects we've done. Right, I know the never. Whenever I see you guys live, you're you know you're not dancey per se, but you're mm-hmm. very. It's a very. It's always an active show. Right. I mean, you guys. There's only three of you in the band, and, and you're always like it's extremely entertaining and fun to watch, and, and I think that is why you guys are very popular in the area. So is the big picture sort of going to channel that, or are you going to you know go a different way? The big picture is going to channel all of my weirder, darker things that I don't want to do. That well, that Joe I know might not want me to do on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you said that you know you've been. I, I guess do you record all the music for the big picture? You have. I I currently have three. No, I currently have five recordings by you guys. I think two of them are Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we have three others here. So I guess you do all the recording yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. It. I mean, it. It's kind of funny how the songwriting process goes with Joa and I because it all is strictly studio writing mm-hmm. you know Joe will come to me with a lightly jazzy kind of piano ballady track and I'll try and completely do the opposite of of the mood that he's set for it essentially <laughs> and it totally works yeah it, it really works really well and so you're going with a lot of contrasting sort of themes and sounds exactly I I love Sometimes I love how terrible things can sound. Um, I listen to Scott Walker a lot. He's a really popular guy back in the 60s. And sometimes he just does like the most offensive sounding things that that you've ever heard where you just wonder, why am I even listening to this? (laughs) This is really terrible. But you like that. But I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I I really like it a lot. Yeah. Why why do you like it so much? I think because, because... it's one of my favorite things about art is that it it pushes those buttons mm-hmm. inside of you, the things that that just really disgust you. I I was talking with um 
one of the directors that I'm working with for the next play. And I was telling him about the movie Natural Born Killers. With, uh, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. it. There's this like midsection part where where they're trying to tell the backstory behind one of the the characters, and it's about her like sexually abusive father. Mm-hmm. But they when the uh, in this kind of flashback thing, how they show it is it's like a like a bad like uh, kind of like Al Bundy kind of kind of flashback yeah. kind of thing where it's this terrible guy who's just awful but it's all filmed as slapstick comedy essentially yeah. but it's amazingly vulgar so crass it's terrible it's just frightening and scary but but I love to watch it because cuz it it just it makes me feel I guess right. so intensely about something yeah. and that's what I like when I hear music I like for it to push me in one direction or the other I I really don't like it any other way. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so do you consider the big picture to be sort of an artistic band in the in terms of sound, or do you you know is it more of poppy feel? It's uh, you know I've I really can't can't decide. And I have I, to say that when I listen to the songs by the big picture, I, it seems to me very sort of like it belongs in a movie scene. Like I I, I totally understand where you're going with the videos here because mm-hmm. the music itself it's. It feels like it, it belongs sort of like in a movie. It's all fairly dramatic. Right. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I think some of that carried over from the never in how we were always kind of telling a story. It may have been left up to your own imagination what that was. Mm-hmm. But I guess going back to when we released Antarctica, essentially, I really became excited about this whole this big idea, the big picture, essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, of 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 uh, songwriting and storytelling. Yeah. Essentially setting up the the image that goes that goes along with whatever that story is you're making up. <laughs> yeah. For it. As far as recording goes, we're gonna listen to a track here. It's called Emily. Mm-hmm. Did you record this song yourself? Yeah, this is another song that Joe and I did um all at home at what we call the little owl room <laughs> studio. And uh this is for a benefit compilation. I'm not sure how much I can talk about it, but it's going to feature some great bands. Megaphon, Midtown, Dickens, I believe, are mm-hmm. on board. And, yeah, we're just happy to be a part of it. It should be out in June, I think, and there will be a show uh, so June what 19th. This, what is this compilation? Can you talk a little bit about what it's for? This benefits our good friend Shane Miel. He has cancer and obviously very high bills. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, everyone's kind of trying to help him out as much as we can right shane of future kings of nowhere of course this is a cover of a future kings of nowhere track exactly for this compilation everyone's doing a cover of it so joe and i kind of started on the this same song. song or different songs same right? song wait sorry what no 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 yeah different songs right <laughs> different bands covering different songs right okay. <laughs> oh, that could get a little monotonous i guess or not maybe i don't know yeah, it depends on how you take it, it depends yeah. yeah we started on this and i had I really wanted to write something that was a little faster and a little more dancier. It's really hard for me to write happy sounding music. And I think that might be the case for most people, which is, I don't know, it's weird because I'm a really pretty optimistic person in general. Mm -hmm. And somehow my stuff comes out sounding slightly goth or something. I don't know. (laughs) Is it sort of like your unconscious that does that? Or do you think it just, it makes for a better, more dramatic Song. It certainly makes for a more dramatic song. And eventually one day I'll hit on a really happy dramatic song and I'm gonna be <laughs> and I'm gonna be ecstatic. It's kind of I, I guess a, a lot of what the big picture does, a lot of people have said, Wow, it kind of sounds like MIA a little bit and it's sometimes really melancholy, but 
ultimately optimistic sounding, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. Or a lot of people have said it sounds like Bjork. Right. It's again, you know, kind of a tinge of sadness, but but you can tell there's there's this playfulness about it. Right. Because I ultimately do like things that are fun to listen to. Yeah. I just can't write a fun song. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of songs, we're going to listen to a song here. It's called Emily. It's by the Future Kings of Nowhere. It's covered here by the big picture. They're playing Thursday, May 6th at the Nightlight in Chapel Hill with the Physics of Meaning and Josh Mees.
The track you just heard right there, it's called Emily. It's originally by the Future Kings of Nowhere, recorded there by the Big Picture. Indeed, indeed. It's a, it is a cover of a Future Kings of Nowhere song. And um, it's one we're doing for a compilation that it will be released in June, I believe. I Sometime think. this summer. Sometime this summer. <laughs> it's part of a benefit compilation for our friend Shane Miel from the band Future Kings of Nowhere. The big picture, they're also playing Thursday, May 6th at the Nightlight in Chapel Hill. They're playing with the Physics of Meaning and Josh Mees. Joining me here right now, I have Johnny Tunnell of the big picture. We're, we're sitting here, we're talking about the band. Your brother is also in this band with you. Yes. And he's also in the Never with you. Yes. What is it like to be and doing all these things with your own brother? Does it get it's, frustrating it's sometimes? Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, no. Yeah, I was talking to him. Joe is not uh, here to, you know, talk back to That's you. why he should have come. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he was busy. Yeah, Joe and I were, yeah, I've obviously worked together for a long time. I mean, ever since we were born, we've never really done separate endeavors as far as our, our music career goes we even we've even worked at the same place for a long time mm-hmm. um and i think actually fortunately the older we get the more we're figuring out how we work together and what it is i do well what it is he does well he's much better at a great chord prog- progression you know he can play piano i can't mm-hmm. <laughs> He's really good at writing pretty songs, and I'm really good at fucking those pretty songs up, <laughs> essentially. And through that, we end up with something that that sounds like the two of us did it. It's pretty yeah. cool, actually. Some of the songs are more tinged towards him or myself, and you'll you can probably tell those when you listen to all the songs as a whole. Yeah. But, uh, as far as the big picture goes. Who does the bulk of the songwriting? Do you split it? How does it work? Joe does handle more of the music, and I do most most of the lyric writing. And yeah, which is weird. Lyric writing to me was this elusive, scary, scary ordeal that I just had no idea how to do it. Every time I sat down and and I thought, well, I'm going to sit down today and I'm going to write a song. I'm going to write some <laughs> lyrics, and it's going to be great, right? And and I would do that and. It sounded whiny. It sounded pathetic. It mm-hmm. sounded like I just, I just wanted something that I couldn't have, or 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 something. I don't know. I didn't understand it, and I just would beat myself up about it. And I really didn't think I was able to write lyrics until I started recording in our own studio and writing my vocal melodies around the the rhythms and 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 really more around the beats that were laid out, as opposed to writing around a melody. Right. So I think I actually felt. Rest- constricted by that it was really hard for me to write a guitar line and then put a melody over top of it because instantly i felt like i was in this trap and and so i write it i started writing the melodies and the lyrics more around the beats and it's it's really weird when i think when you work that way you end up writing things that you're not entirely sure what it means or where it came from um the song in the shadows i wrote it wasn't sure even what I was talking about, but I, it probably had something to do with conspiracy theories. But uh, <laughs> then, then I heard I heard this um, news story on NPR one day, and it was about this problems with illegal immigration that was going on, uh, particularly in I think it was the Long Island area, and um, there was like a bunch of these Ecuadorian guys that got beat up really bad mm-hmm. and. And there had been uh, a history of it happening, like 
repeatedly, and they weren't citizens, so they couldn't go to the police. They couldn't go to the hospital or else they'd get deported. And the name of the story was In the Shadows, and I was like, oh, my God, I just named a song that. Oh, yeah. And this is totally what that song is about when I realized it. And so I tweaked the words a little bit more, and all of a sudden it made sense, and it, and, and it actually told a really visceral story to me. Yeah. And and so it's kind of funny how you can kind of put that meaning to your songs afterwards because you always imagine that's what your listener will do. Right. But I find myself doing that actually on a daily basis with the other songs that, that I've completed. When it comes to the video of that song in particular, do you think that that video for that song will follow that same theme, that pattern that you just talked about? Exactly. Yeah, I think it might it might be a literal ugh, it might be a little more literal than 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 the song mm-hmm. lyrics. I think we want to use some old footage of, of immigration back in like the twenties and stuff. So we'll we'll see what we can come up with for that one. Well cool. Well, Johnny, I want to thank you so much for coming in on this mini exclusive here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do want to mention once more the big picture they're playing Thursday, May 6th at the Nightlight. They're playing with the Physics of Meaning and Josh Mees. Do you have any other shows lined up in the future? We don't. So you're just sort of winging it, I guess. Yep. (laughs) We'll probably do something in about three months or so. Yeah. Uh, And uh, yeah, otherwise we're just kind of chilling. (laughs) Well, be on the lookout for the big picture and the area soon. And Johnny, I want to wish the the best of luck to you. Thanks, Adam. All right. Thanks.